join Startup Canada this spring as we tour across Canada to celebrate the winners of the 2018 Startup Canada Awards. Join us in Winnipeg, Vancouver, Miramichi, Sault Ste. Marie, and Montreal. Network with leading entrepreneurs and the drivers of Canada's startup community. Visit startupaward.ca for more information and to get your tickets now. Rogers Business App Market brings together the right apps for your business and wraps it all up with Rogers world-class support. Microsoft Office 365 makes it easy. Whether you need to securely store and backup files, access or share documents in the cloud, collaborate with your team or manage your business from anywhere and on any device. Plus, with support from Rogers, you'll get everything up and running quickly. To learn more, visit rogers.com forward slash business apps. Scotiabank understands that business is personal and your business has unique needs. That's why we offer flexible solutions for your business banking. Create your own business banking package that works for you by opening an account online in minutes with ease and start saving today. Visit scotiabank.com forward slash small business to get started. Building your dream, work-life balance, scaling up, Discussing the topics that matter most to entrepreneurs. He's Rivers Corbett on the Startup Canada podcast. Welcome to the Startup Canada podcast, a show serving Canada's entrepreneurship community. On this show, we connect you with the most innovative and entrepreneurial movers, shakers, and change makers across Canada. With day-in-the-life stories and in-their-shoes experiences, we dive into the true grit of running startup and scale-up companies and those driving the entrepreneurial movement. The Startup Canada podcast show is a production of Startup Canada, the national rallying community for Canada's 2.3 million entrepreneurs. If you are a regular show listener, welcome back. If you're new to the program, hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and Google Play Music and visit startupcan.ca to connect with both your local startup community and to join Startup Canada to access training, resources, and a peer network to grow your success. I'm Rivers Corbett and entrepreneurship is part of my DNA. Whether it's building my own companies or helping other entrepreneurs, build theirs this is my lane want to connect after the podcast you can find me at www.meetrivers.com all right ladies and gentlemen welcome to the startup canada podcast show after a few technical glitches on my part we're all just ready to rock and roll with one of canada's leading women role models in the public service on our show today dr Ailish campbell is a government game changer who's shaping the lives of canadians through policy and reform Ailish is, is the chief trade commissioner of canada and she is a long time friend of Startup Canada as she sat on the National Women Entrepreneurship Panel discussion for Women's Day 2016, where she discussed empowering and unlocking the potential of every woman. Alice also participated in Startup Canada Day on the Hill for policy hearings, specifically on reducing barriers and creating incentives for growth. Alice's long history in the public service is the foundation for her ability to create long-lasting impact in policy. 
She's previously worked as the General Director, Economic Development and Corporate Finance Manager at Finance Canada and was the Senior Official to the Finance Canada Secretariat to the Advisory Committee on Economic Growth. Ailish brings more than a dozen years of leadership to her initiatives ranging from serving on the board of the Banff Forum, Canada 150 Give Back, Canada 2020, and the International Advisory Council at the University of Calgary School of Public Policy. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking to Ailish about what it takes to empower a generation of women entrepreneurs and how she's working to create a globally competitive Canadian economy. Well, Dr. Ailish Campbell, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. Great to be here with you guys. Yeah, it's really epic. I know we're going to have an amazing conversation and our customers, our listeners like to know kind of what's the end of the story first. So can you kind of take us through uh, just on a nickel tour? What are you hoping that our listeners are going to take through uh, through our conversation today? Well, the number one thing is that they're aware of the Trade Commissioner Service of Canada. So I have a team of a thousand people around the world. Some of them are Canadian diplomats. Some of them are locally engaged staff hired from specific markets like India, Chile, Brazil, the United States, I could go on. We're all around the world and we're here to help Canadian companies find new customers, sell their products and identify strategies to increase their sales around the world. Yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm glad you touched on that right away, and I think it's important. I'm glad it's a great takeaway. I've had the fortunate um, connection with your Boston Consulate Group, and they are just amazing with regards to, first of all, embracing dialogue about how they can help, two, with really being action-oriented, and three, being results-oriented. And um, and they're, they're really cool people, too, to hang out with, so uh, I haven't had the the luxury of connecting with the other ones, but the Boston group really has done a great job and congratulations on uh, having them. So those are the, that's the group in around the world. Tell us about the group in Ottawa, because you've got a centralized group there that, that manages this whole process. Can you talk about what their role is in the, uh, in, in your strategy? Sure. Like consider them sort of the nerve center, the platform, okay. if you will, for our global operations. So we have people that help us with our uh, data strategy, that help us with marketing. If you check out uh, online at the Trade Commissioner Service website, you'll find an incredible set of products. Uh, you can sign up for something called My Trade Commissioner Service, and it has literally hundreds of guides on all kinds of specific products, markets, techniques, everything from how do I use e-commerce channels in China to uh, how do I label agri-food products so that I can take advantage of the new Canada-EU trade deal. And my team in Ottawa creates all of those products so that we can serve our trade commissioners around the world with quality information. The other thing that I think uh, some of your uh, listeners may not be aware of is that we actually have offices across Canada as well. So I have this team in Ottawa, but we also have five regional offices in Toronto, Montreal, right. Halifax, Calgary, and Vancouver. And there are trade commissioners located there so that people can bring in their export plans in advance, come in and talk to someone about the contacts that they're hoping to make and do planning. I can't emphasize that enough. We want to mm. see Canadian companies do just a fantastic job identifying their main targets and objectives here in Canada, working with us to develop a plan. And then we hand you over as needed to one of our officers in the field, whichever country or market you're going to, to help you execute on that plan. 
So let's kind of talk about change, if we could, because your role in the public service forces you and your team to adjust uh, at a, uh, to a change at a pretty pretty rapid pace, which is also what you know entrepreneurs have to experience as they pivot and adapt with little notice and so on. How does your team uh, plan for and then execute that constant change? We have a, first of all, we have a long track record and we're a real learning organization. So we have lots of information, uh, from the 15,000 companies that we support every year. We also segment our clients. So we have clients that are startups. We have clients that are high growth companies and high growth companies are often looking for us, not only for new customers and market intelligence, but sometimes also for introductions to venture capitalists and, mm-hmm. uh, for connections with specific specific talent. So they may be looking at a, a new business line or a specific product and they need uh, technical marketing or financial advice that they may or may not have inside that company. And we can help connect them to not only individuals, but also business services in the private sector, as well as our Crown Corporation Partners Business Development Canada, BDC, which I'm sure a lot of your listeners are familiar with. It mm-hmm. does small business finance here in Canada and Export, yes. Export Development Canada, which although sounds very similar to what we do, when you hear Export Development Canada, these are the incredible people that can actually help you with financial services products, insurance, reinsurance, bonding, and other finance solutions that can help de-risk some of your activities. So depending on the client that we're dealing with, we have a lot of experience, but you know, we just feel so honored to be in touch with Canadian businesses every day. And we take a lot of our cues from them. E-commerce is a great example. So we're hearing from more and more companies that are being born global. Like they're being born global overnight in somebody's basement because they have an amazing product they want to sell and they're using online platforms and connecting literally to customers right away around the world. So they become like an overnight exporter and they need a crash kind of course in a certification or they're looking for additional information or to be referred to a trade show. And like you said, we just have to constantly be keeping up with the pace of these incredible exporters. Well, it sounds like a lot of fun. It is. It's a blast. I mean, you know, every day someone basically, I learn about a new product, you know, a new yeah. service and frankly, also two new markets. It's incredible. Can you uh, share with our listeners kind of a, a success story that, that you've really enjoyed watching with somebody that started brand new dealing with the trade commissioner program, say a year or two ago and where they might be now? Yeah, sure. Um, We also have a a specific program for female exporters, women uh, exporters called the Business Women in International Trade Program. So it's been operating for 20 years and it's something that we're really proud of because we we know that there are specific challenges that female-owned businesses can face. Um, but I think this this person, Barb, that I want to tell you about, she's the founder of The Seven Virtues. She's someone who Nova Scotia. is just, yeah, absolutely, just a fantastic exporter all around. She buys essential oils from farmers affected by war. So she gets natural essential oils from everywhere, from the Middle East to Haiti and Rwanda. And she started sourcing blossoms in 2010 from a farmer in Afghanistan, to support him going from illegal crops 
to growing legal crops. And she's the first woman from Atlantic Canada to have pitched on my good friend, Michelle Romano's uh, Dragon's <laughs> yes. Den. And she's just fantastic. So um, Barb, in fact, uses our Business Women in International trade team and the trade commissioner service in order to be introduced to potential buyers and to help with her company expansion. And, you know, what she tells us is it's just so much more powerful when I have the trade commissioner service behind me. So they see not only that, you know, I'm a qualified, credible entrepreneur, but that I have the government is there right beside me because she's dealing in really difficult markets. And, uh, she's told us, you know, she won't go into a market without our support and we're just thrilled, uh, to, to help her. Um, you know, we've got lots of great examples of uh, growth companies uh, also, too, in the life sciences, which is really exciting. You know, taking Canadian uh, medical technologies uh, that are prevalent here and sending them around the world. Those are also, you know, getting to work with entrepreneurs that are not just selling things, but also solving really tough problems is fantastic. I think that's really great. What I love about what's happening uh, or what's what's being uh, presented here, Alicia, is the, the fact this is that you and your team throughout the world are becoming strategic partners or are strategic partners with working with those companies, not just a supplier. It really becomes a, a two-way relationship, which is uh, very, very powerful. It absolutely does. And I think it's also our job uh, when the entrepreneur develops a relationship with a trade commissioner, they can also help them navigate government. So we hear this from companies all the time, like, wow, it turns out your service is really great, but it just, it took me too long to find it, or your website wasn't clear, or there's so many different words and acronyms. It's like, I call it the alphabet soup. (laughs) And yeah, you have our commitment. We're definitely, I mean, I, I know we, we all want to get better at uh, creating a more seamless, effective client uh, experience. And I like to joke sometimes that I'm, you know, I'm one of my opening lines is I'm here from the government and I'm here to help you. And that's actually, you know, it's actually not a joke. Um, but what we find is, uh, trade commissioners are real troubleshooters. So, you know, we may not be the right person to ask for some, you know, specific issue, uh, or business related process, but our trade commissioners know the entire ecosystem. And again, whether it's financing with business development, Canada, or specific market products with Export Development Canada, or it's a regulation and we need to put you in touch with another part of the government or a provincial entity, we'll do that. We really try to follow the exporter through their whole journey. We're not responsible for all these elements, but we're all trying to get to that sale, you know, that next new customer. And we have that same, I think, passion and focus for seeing Canadian companies succeed. And we know competition is fierce. So we've we've got to provide a very joined up, Service. I was at a conference a few weeks ago and uh, the speaker was saying, if we don't get ready to go to other markets, then we better get ready because they're coming to us. And, you know, I think that's a very eye-opening comment and uh, one encourages people to explore markets outside of Canada, of course. But I would I would think, and I, uh, I've been working with entrepreneurs for a long time and still there's that trepidation about, you know, export. It's scary. It's the boogie man under the bed, mm-hmm. you know? So what do you say to those totally. people that know they got to go there, but they're just, it's such a big black world out there with all kinds of, all kinds of frightening things. Is that, uh, is that true? Is that, uh, how, how do you, what do you say to them? Well, I really credit Startup Canada for enabling us to have these 
just completely frank conversations right. like the one that you and I are having mm -hmm. right now. Like it is, it is scary, especially when it's, it's your capital, it's your money on the line. And what we want to do is first of all, connect you to the right people that can help it ensure that you have a good business plan, right? So creating a good business plan, creating a, a financial plan that you know is going to be able to get you to some key milestones and being able to say, these are the things I need to hit. And if I'm not hitting them, then I either need to stop or readjust. Right. And I think the second piece then is let's create, and Startup Canada does an amazing job at this, let's create a whole series of conversations about what it means to take smart risk in Canada today. What does that mean for your business? What does that mean uh, in terms of how you're going to want to organize your, your strategy? And then, like I said, let's just start having a frank conversation about how can that risk be mitigated? You never take it out. You never eliminate risk. That's the whole nature of entrepreneurship. And you have people that are ready to take risk, but how can they work with their financial institution to ensure that they have the right credit in place? How can we work with uh, political insurance, either through uh, the World Bank? People don't realize the uh, multilateral institutions also can provide export credit related insurance for some very difficult markets or EDC or your own, uh, your own bank down the street from you. How do we then use programs like in Canada at the Trade Commissioner Service? We work with our partner, IRAP, which right. is the Industrial Research Group um, that has worked with a ton of amazing tech startups. You know, BlackBerry was a small company once mm. too, and they had uh, they had these this kind of support. We work uh, with them to offer grants of up to fifty thousand dollars on a total project of a hundred thousand dollars. So basically, fifty fifty cost sharing for. Uh, an entrepreneur to go to a brand new market. Wow. So a market that they've never been to before. So we really try to push the envelope. We, we hear from people like, well, you know, I've done a sale to the United States before and I really want to go back to the US. And the way our program currently works is that we ask you to identify a market where you've done a lot of research, but you've never been there. So we can prove that we're really trying to enable risk-taking by our exporters. And that's an, an online application and we promise to get back to you within five weeks yeah. um, as to whether you've been successful. Well, it is pretty fast and it's becoming faster. And I think that's indicative, of course, as we all have to be faster than what we're doing. Um, Elise, you're driving some pretty cool change for policy in Canada. And as a, as a female policymaker, um, how and what policies can be implemented to further encourage women success in, in entrepreneurship. And I think, I think it's, no, I, I think what I want to do is tie that conversation around. I mean, there are a lot of being done and there's been a, 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 a lot of great conversation, a lot of, uh, of a lot of successes around that. What's the next step that needs to be done in your view? Yeah. Well, I've been really fortunate uh, before this job, I was working at Finance Canada and I had the honor of uh, serving as the kind of public service official, one of one of a few working with Dominic Barton and uh, the Economic Growth Council with some uh, just incredible Canadians. And they have identified, for example, that Canada needs to get more aggressive in terms of its branding promoting itself abroad. And we're going to be doing that through the Invest in Canada Hub, which will be set up uh, by next year. And we've got also, I think, a lot more we can do. And the Canada-U.S., Women's uh, Business Council that was set up reporting to uh, President Trump and Prime Minister Trudeau is also working on five pillars of issues related to finance, getting more women and girls into uh, STEM science, mm -hmm. right? Tech, uh, engineering and math. And really taking a look at the entire life cycle of, you know, how is it that we are exposed to entrepreneurship? How is it that we would get the skills to create our first business? And I think, you know, creating just, a, again, a national conversation around these issues, which 
entities like Startup Canada are doing, which programs like Dragon's Den are really starting to kind of just spread the word that entrepreneurship is a real opportunity for people. And I think, you know, letting people know that some of these government services that may seem like they're just for the big companies or they're just for people who sell millions Mm. of dollars worth of stuff. I mean, I can't emphasize enough that the trade commissioner service is for businesses of all and every size across Canada. And I think it's just, it's awareness, but it's also making people feel like the door is open to them. And that means our, our digital and online platforms need to be welcoming. Um, you know, that means that when you come and meet with a trade commissioner that you're given very clear advice and, you know, this is an offer to all your startup Canada entrepreneurs, uh, go on our website, see what we have to offer. If you don't see what you need, or you have questions, email me. It's Ailish, A-I-L-I-S-H dot Campbell at international dot GC dot C-A. I mean, reach out. And if it's not me, I, I'll find someone who can answer your question. <laughs> Elisa, I have to ask you this question, and it's not on the script in front of you, but I think you'll you'll be you'll actually enjoy the question. Um, you're running the Trade Commission service. I I really sense it as a business, and I want to know how do you instill the culture of all this magic you're creating with your team? What's the culture piece that you're bringing to play with the trade commissions around the world? Well, I have to say the culture is in the team Mm. and they're teaching me. They're teaching me. Frankly, they are people who are just passionate about working with business. And uh, I think, you know, frankly, we're exposed to the energy and enthusiasm and wins that we generate for Canadian business. And that's pretty awesome. Uh, We also are really open to uh, what I call a measurement culture. We're a lot like a global sales force. We report on what we're doing. Uh, We're very clear about what our metrics are. Uh, That's both enabling numbers of firms. So that's why we're able to do both dollar value stuff. Like obviously if someone's got a, uh, you know, a, a huge shipment of something that's stuck in a port, we immediately will use all of our contacts to help unstick issues, right? Between a business and a government. Um, And if we're trying to make a big sale uh, for some of our incredible uh, manufacturing companies uh, or agri-food companies, we do that. But we also track how many small businesses we're helping. So we're both trying to serve the the big dollar guys, but we're also trying to serve small companies because we know they can grow into the medium and large size champions that are going to sustain jobs and economic activity in Canada for the future. So we're committed to a measurement culture. Uh, We're really inspired by the people that we work with. And you know, in specific markets, I could tell you about our incredible team, for example, out of uh, Shanghai, they are dealing with Canadian companies that are selling a huge diversity of products online uh, to Chinese consumers. They're, they're working across Asia. They're connecting uh, supply chains between Canada and China uh, and the opportunities for Canadian products, for example, in wellness and health and food, anything that's consumed. Uh, Canada just has such a fantastic fantastic brand that uh, we're really excited to promote in those markets. Cool. And it keeps us on our toes. Yeah, I love that you just described it as a brand. It truly is. And it's, uh, we've done a great job marketing that, but also living that. Ailish, I'm, I'm heading down to the last question in this great interview. And uh, it's uh, it's a fire. It's a uh, uh, we, we fired a lot at you today. But I want to know a little bit about you in the book that inspires you the most, not necessarily you as the, as the chief trade commissioner, but what's the book that you are just, wow, that was really, really connected with me. 
Well, uh, Greg Sattel wrote a book. Um, it's basically the innovation playbook. And he looks at different types of innovation inside of a company, you know, everything from sort of process improvements to radical disruption. And he really challenges his reader to map where they're at uh, inside their own company on their innovation journey. And I've learned a lot from that book. And we're trying to adapt the trade commissioner service uh, to continuous improvement. It's certainly we get tons of uh, ideas from the team. The Canadian Technology Accelerator Program, the CTA program for high growth companies, particularly in tech, clean technology and life sciences and advanced manufacturing that, that you were talking about in Boston, mm-hmm. that came from one of our, our trade commissioners and we're now scaling it across the US. Brilliant. So finding finding your sources of inspiration uh, on innovation, finding the skills inside your company or hiring them uh, and then applying them are... Uh, something that we can all learn from. Ladies and gentlemen, you have uh, just taken a very amazing journey with our Chief Trade Commissioner, uh, Dr. Ailish Campbell, and we are lucky to have you uh, in that position with your passion and obviously with regards to your policy uh, background and uh, and the way that you're focused on entrepreneurs. Little side note, by the way, folks, she is a Hamilton Tiger Cats fan, big, big time, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> had to have a little, leave a little bit with you behind on that but uh, it's it, you're an awesome Canadian Oski wee wee sorry yeah thanks so yeah. much thanks so much and my last thing is please find us online find us on LinkedIn the Trade Commissioner Service find us uh, on, on Twitter or find our My Trade Commissioner Service on our website we'd uh, love to have you guys sign up and kudos again to Startup Canada for these amazing conversations you create Thank you for joining us this week on the Startup Canada podcast, a show dedicated to unlocking the entrepreneurial potential of every entrepreneur with access to inspiring stories and tangible lessons to help you run your business. Want access to resources and support to grow your business? Visit startupcan.ca for the latest startup community news and upcoming events like our popular hashtag Startup Chats on Twitter every Wednesday and Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Till next week, I'm Rivers Corbett leaving you with a sneak peek of next week's episode. Hi, this is Mayor Jeff Lehman of the City of Barrie, and you're listening to the Startup Canada podcast, Rivers Corbett. So, so these are great foundational pillars for the city and um, I'm just very, very powerful uh, infrastructures you put in place to make some great impact. How do you get the word out? Because it's great that, you know, it's, it's not necessarily you build it and they will come. How do you engage your constituents to to uh, to, to participate in these great, great initiatives? Well, I'll tell you right now what I'm going to do is tell them to listen to the Startup Canada podcast <laughs> with Rivers Corbett. <laughs> With great Rivers ideas. Corbett. Exactly. So, uh, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a great question. And, and, you know, obviously in this, there's huge power in social media. There's huge, there's just because, I mean, if you're an entrepreneur today, I don't care what sector you're in. I mean, almost, you know, very few exceptions. Just about everybody knows that this is the low cost way for them to network and reach potential partners, potentially scale their company. So obviously it, it starts with social media. I mean, uh, yes, absolutely. We use traditional media. We try it. Like I do talks where people actually come to a theater and we, we talk about these things and we talk with you. Um, we even do trade shows, good old school trade shows uh, where, where Barry will have a representative or companies. We partner with companies and go out to like a clean energy show and that sort of stuff. So we, we do use those. But 
to me, it sort of starts starts with the ecosystem on, on social media, where those mentors that I mentioned a minute ago are really key pieces. Um, and and I think our our team here at the city tries to project that um, that culture uh, in our online presence. I mean, when when you kind of analyze our online presence, hopefully we don't quite feel as much like a government as as others. And I don't think we. We try to pull stunts or anything to do that. I, I would hope that we're just authentic and uh, about what we want to accomplish and and wanting to reach out to people. And uh, you know, we also try and take every interaction as an opportunity. So, yep, somebody may be calling in; they're ticked off about the poor quality of the snow plowing on the residential street. <laughs> we'll say, okay, have you gone online and checked out our GIS portal where you can see? snow plows or where you can you know see the next bus that's coming and uh, by the way we have this app called King Street where we uh, you can submit a suggestion and um, you know we, we really use all of our channels I think to try and try and engage that doesn't mean we're always successful <laughs>